Now, our reading is taken from Mark chapter 15, and it's verses 33 to 40. It says, At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph and Salome. And so I've been thinking as I've been reading and preparing for today that we are a people uh, in, this, in this world, in this modern time, that criticise others a lot, aren't we? And they say, before you criticise somebody, you should walk a mile in their shoes, not literally. Um, but it is very, very easy to criticise one another. We criticise each other for all sorts of things, for what we wear, for how our hair is. I get a lot of criticism for that. Um, But we do, we criticise each other's parenting skills. Gosh, there's a lot of that in the world, isn't there? Even if you don't have kids, everybody's got an opinion on how you parent your children. There is a lot that goes on and we always criticise one another. We can always find something. And then when we try to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes, we try and gain perspective, don't we? We gain perspective of what their life is like of their battles that they're facing, and we start to have a change of heart. Our perspective changes, and we start to understand situations differently. But I wonder if you've ever kind of tried to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes just because you love them. Like It's not out of criticism. There's nothing critical in your head, but you just want to understand. You just want to be close to that person to understand what they're going through, just out of love. The incarnation, this is the ultimate act of walking a mile in somebody else's shoes. God didn't step down to earth in criticism. He didn't step down to criticise humanity, but actually... He stepped down to understand humanity, to show humanity the fullness of himself. He did it to win us back through his love so that we might share eternity with him. Like the incarnation is this incredible story of the vulnerability of God. God coming to earth in human form to show himself exactly as he is, to show the fullness of his love for us to be open to our rejection and to face the rejection that he did face. And that, of course, is the Christmas story, God becoming human and God choosing to become one of us and then he experiences the fullness of humanity. He experiences all the emotions, all the feelings that we do. He grows up, he has a normal life. 
He learns how to do stuff. And he experiences all the physical things that we experience too. And I think that the whole of the incarnation is leading to this moment. It's leading to Good Friday. Somehow, Good Friday completes the human experience. God wasn't content being partially human. God was not content to be 90% human. But God had to be fully human. And actually for that, I think that God himself chose to experience the pain of separation from God. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me on the cross? That's an incredible thing to hear. God become human and then saying he feels forsaken by God. God tearing himself apart on the cross for our sake. And I think that God chose to feel from a human perspective that abandonment by God, the agony and the injustice of death. God chose to experience those things. And I don't know if we would have accepted that Jesus really does know our pain and our struggles if we hadn't heard that. We'd have gone, does Jesus really get it? Because I think at times in life we all feel somehow abandoned by God. There are things we go through that are so, so tough and we go, has God abandoned me? And I think this expression to be abandoned by God, it's actually something like, it's the most desperate sort of soul-churning emotion that I think we can muster. It is, it is complete separation from the one who created us. This, it's devastation. And when people use that phrase, I think they're often expressing, like, I've been abandoned by my friends, I've been abandoned by my family. I don't have any money, I've lost everything, and now even God has abandoned me. It's like this complete desperation. It's the cry of the crushed human soul. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And how inconceivable is it to us that God himself could feel that? That God himself put himself in that position to feel that agony? And that is what we see on the cross. That's what we see on Good Friday. We see Jesus feeling abandoned by God. We see God tearing himself apart out of love for us. And I think if Jesus felt abandoned and cried out, then we can too. When we go through stuff in life, we can do that too. And I know around the world... There are people, there are places that cry that out today. We think of the Ukraine and all that they face. We think of other conflicts around the globe that seem forgotten. And it feels like God's forgotten them and abandoned them. We think of Turkey and Syria facing those earthquakes and the devastation they've caused. This is the cry of our world. Why have you forsaken me? But our belief is that Jesus is with those that cry out, 
that Jesus is present in the moment when you are crying out, why have you forsaken me? Jesus is with you. And actually it's in those moments, it's in those exact moments that Jesus draws closer to us. I think often when we suffer, we long to meet those who've been through the same thing because they understand. We often seek out those people because they understand our journey. And so in that place of despair, when we feel like God has abandoned us, that's when we draw closer to Jesus because Jesus understands that pain. He understands that despair. He's experienced it himself. And it's because of his death, it's because of God tearing himself apart on the cross for us, for our sake, that we have a saviour who knows our pain and stands with us in it. And it's through that that we know, no matter how we feel, that God will never, ever abandon us but continues to reach out to us in love. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made so that we might know your love. We thank you that you stand with us in our agony and in our despair. We thank you that you've gone before us and know the pains that we face. And we pray today that we would know your presence with us in all circumstances. Amen.